day from the top down, it's clear that everybody in the Bruins organization is feeling disappointment and regret over how things went in the playoffs. There's also some retooling on the way, and that could include Mason Lorai, who just signed his two-year entry-level contract with the Bruins. We're going to talk about all this and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked B. Today is Wednesday, May 10th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Yesterday in Boston, the Brass met with the media to discuss a disappointing first-round exit after the historic regular season. I'm going to recap what was said by head coach Jim Montgomery general manager Don Sweeney, team president Cam Neely, and CEO uh, Charlie Jacobs. And also touch on Mason Lorai signing his entry-level contract and what it can mean for the team next season. Before we get to that, quick reminder, you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at LockedNHLBruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, I don't think it's a stretch to begin here with Montgomery as the guy on whom the first round loss falls on most. I don't think you can blame Don Sweeney for what happened this season or Cam Neely or or pin it on ownership. Everybody was in it to win it, and the Bruins had a very deep, roster of talent to draw from. We heard Bruce Cassidy last year when he was dismissed make the analogy that, you know, a chef can only cook with the ingredients that he has in his shopping cart or whatever. This year, Jim Montgomery had a cart full of fresh, beautiful, produce, meat to work with, and he served up some processed food and some leftovers that didn't really amount to anything substantial, unfortunately. And, you know, to his credit, he is putting the onus on himself. He said it's his job to get the players to own the moment, seize the moment, and it didn't happen. And that falls on him. He said the hard times they went through, They have to learn from them. It's going to be difficult to imagine them having the same opportunity next season. But the guys who remain will have to learn from it, grow, so they don't repeat the same thing next year, he said. 
His plan is to connect with players over the summer, build relationships through training camp about what they have to do to make sure they have more energy in the playoffs. They didn't have the same energy level they had in the regular season. Didn't have the same puck confidence they had in the regular season. And it hurts. Part of that can be um, attributed to playing regular lineups way down the stretch. We've talked about, in hindsight, the mistake of Patrice Bergeron playing in Montreal and the injury that befell him. He said the guys just didn't seem as sharp in the playoffs as it in the regular season. He's going to institute peer meetings where they set up players in groups and they can communicate with each other hard truths that they're experiencing. There's some things you don't necessarily want to admit to the coach that you're feeling tired, that you aren't ready to go. Being able to express that inner conflict to each other can help prepare them a bit better for hard times ahead because the playoffs are a different animal. Guys need to be honest with themselves, with each other, about where they're at, about needing rest here and there, about whether they're dealing with an injury that's a bit more serious than they want to let on. They can only deal with the information they're given from the medical staff and from the guys themselves. They can't get in their heads as coaches. And he's hoping that kind of peer-to-peer discussion will help things. He even said that he was talking to Tampa Bay Lightning head coach John Cooper, who said the first round is wild, wild west. You just have to get through. They didn't get through. Hard times that fall on them because of it. And hopefully that can prepare them for next season. But again, you're not going to have the opportunity to uh, be – that far ahead of the field heading into the uh, end of the playoffs. And maybe that's a good thing because of the president's trophy curse. Now Mason, sorry, Montgomery pinpointed, sorry, I got Mason Laura in my mind. Montgomery pinpointed a couple key mistakes that he made that could have turned the tide in the series. First of all, not playing Jeremy Swayman earlier. You have two days off prior to game five. You think it's going well. And then there was that gaffe in overtime by Linus Allmark, who took ownership over where he was at physically and mentally in and after game five. What he relayed to Montgomery was something that made him believe that he would learn from it and lead them to a game six win. Again, was Allmark being honest with himself, with the coach, Was something ailing him physically, mentally? Montgomery was just going by what was told to him by Allmark in conference with Bob Essensa. They made the decision to go back for him for game six. Ultimately, that was likely a mistake, and they probably should have gone to Swayman either in game five or certainly for game six. And then he also said he would not have mixed up the lines like he did prior to game five. He was talking in hindsight. I think a lot of us, when we saw those lines on game day, knew that something could go wrong here. Why are you being 
overly creative with the lines when you know what works. A learning experience for him for sure. And it's unfortunate. You look at, you know, again, looking at last year, you could say Bruce Cassidy got the most out of what he had to work with. In this case, Jim Montgomery perhaps tried to do a little too much with what he had. And same result, losing in Game 7 of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Would Cassidy have been able to do a better job? Um, Should the Bruins have not entrusted uh, Montgomery? Well, they didn't know that they'd have this opportunity, first of all, when they brought Montgomery in. Again, hindsight 2020. Montgomery hopefully will be able to learn from this as a head coach. But who knows when the Bruins will have this prime of a chance to compete for the Cup again. Although it's clear that they want to be as competitive as possible year in and year out. We're not yet headed for a major rebuild. We're going to touch on what upper management had to say yesterday here in a moment. But first, a quick word about today's first sponsor, which is Indeed. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. It's the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description. The moment you sponsor a job, those matches are instant, hence Instant Match. Now. You can start hiring now with a $75 sponsored credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. This offer is good for a limited time, so jump on it today. Claim a $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply, but if you need to hire, you quite simply need Indeed. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. Every dayers can expect a return to the player reviews that began earlier this week, and we'll be focusing on uh, Jake DeBrusque on tomorrow's episode. Let's get back to what management, team president, CEO had to say yesterday during their end of season media availability, one that everybody lamented came far too soon for Don Sweeney. He pinpointed ill-timed execution and breakdowns in structure, particularly in game two, game five, even game six and the goaltending, which was fantastic for the regular season was average as was some of the team play overall. I don't think anybody can argue with that a perfectly valid assessment of what happened against Florida. He did say they have no impending surgeries on the books. We remember last year, Matt Grizzlick, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy all went under the knife with significant procedures in the offseason. Nobody facing that at the moment, meaning everybody should be healthy, good to go from day one of training camp. Now, who's exactly will be there remains to be seen. 
They have a ton of free agents, and because of their cap situation, he can't just go out right now and sign them all. It's just not going to happen. There's guys that will not be returning. They have that salary cap or bonus overage of $4.5 million against the cap. We don't know yet what the ceiling will be, but whatever it is, take four and a half off. That's like a good middle six winger right there or a mid-pairing defenseman that you have to scrap because of that overage. They have some constraints. Their goal this season was to put the absolute best roster they could and try to take a legitimate run. Again, full credit to Don Sweeney for doing just that. If you look at what they did in the offseason and what they did at the trade deadline, before the trade deadline, it the roster was as optimized as it was going to get. And uh, now they kind of have to pay for that a little bit with a lack of draft picks and lack of cap space as well. So they're going to be instituting some younger players. There's going to be some roster changes and maybe they can sign one of the unrestricted free agents, ideally Tyler Bertuzzi, but he's probably priced himself out of the market. And they also have to address RFAs in Trent Frederick and Jeremy Swayman. So roster changes are coming. They're going to have younger players in the lineup. And again, here today, Mason Lorai signing a two-year entry-level contract that will begin next season with a cap hit of $925,000. Very successful season at Ohio State. And could very well make the jump to the NHL next season. Especially if Matt Grizzlick, Derek Forbort, somebody's moved off the blue line. Sweeney did pinpoint only Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm, and Brandon Carlo as core guys on the back end. So any other defenseman, a viable candidate to be moved. Um, He did mention the centennial season. Uh, Guys are excited about that. Guys that are part of the next hundred should understand the expectations don't change with regards to taking leadership responsibility and fitting into the Bruins culture. For Sweeney, and you'll you'll see the Cam Neely echoes this later on. It had a lot of 2019 feeling to it. Talking about a game seven on the precipice of winning. Then, now you're losing in the first round. Same sense of failure because you know that it's a missed opportunity. Missed a massive opportunity. Not to push aside a historic season, but it's going to get lost in translation because of this end result. And I think we're all feeling that. I personally will look back on the regular season fondly. It was a great experience to watch, to see these guys rack up points accolades, history, but there's still that empty feeling at the end of the day because they cannot get the job done. So as far as Don Sweeney goes, he's got a a busy summer ahead. Again, they have a ton of free agents. 
to either try to resign or part ways with. He hasn't told anybody that they will not be re- resigned or at least attempted to. You got Nick Felino, Tyler Bertuzzi, Thomas Noshik, Garnet Hathaway, and then of course Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. Uh, there's no timeline for their decisions, but similar to last year, we'd like to see that happen before free agency so they can try to work something out otherwise to fill those holes. On the back end, Dmitry Orlov, Connor Clifton, UFAs, and then you could have Grizzlick, Forbort on the trade block with uh, some younger guys possibly able to step up, specifically Mason Lorai, Jack Ashan as well. Mike Riley will try to be moved uh, to go along with possibly Grizzlick or Forbort. So it's a tricky cap situation. It's an opportunity lost, and now they have to try to regroup, retool on the fly, but the goal will always be to remain competitive, according to team president Cam Neely, and we'll talk about what he had to say as well as some comments from CEO Charlie Jacobs here after the break. Cam Neely, team president. First of all, I should say Charlie Jacobs came out and said there have been no calls from up high, meaning his father Jeremy, to make any changes. He said the general manager, team president, pushed all the right buttons to deliver the best possible team they could, and he applauded them for the work they've done, far from asking for a management change. He was asked about Jeremy Jacobs' thoughts. Um, He said he talks to him every day. He watches every hockey game for the Boston Bruins. Frankly, watches a lot of other teams play too, he said. Do we believe that? I don't know. At first, the reaction was disbelief that they were out in the first round. And then like all of us, all the fans, he wanted answers. He wants to understand how can this personally transpire And there was incredible disappointment there. You can see that Jacobs didn't really go out of his way to compliment Jim Montgomery's job. It's clear that they believe Don Sweeney, Cam Neely did everything they could. Jim Montgomery made some questionable decisions. Ultimately, it's on the players to get the job done. It's on the players to hold those leads. It's on the players to score those goals, which they did. The offense was there. Unfortunately, the team defense and the goaltending fell off at the worst possible time. Cam Neely echoed Don Sweeney. You look at 2019, the loss in game seven. This was a close second in terms of disappointment. A historic year. His concern was, are the guys going to put too much pressure on themselves because of the regular season they had? The expectations went through the roof. You recall the beginning of the season, the expectation was they'd probably be a wild card team, sneak into the playoffs, see what happens. But as the points kept piling up, um, going into the playoffs especially, you could see that pressure ramping up. They just looked like a different team. 
that they were afraid to lose rather than having the confidence to go out there and continue to wagon up like they did all season. And a couple guys, even at the exit meetings, actually apologized, saying, you guys gave us a wagon and we didn't execute. Players know when you have a chance to win and when you don't, and they knew they had a chance to win. They knew they had a chance to go deep. For whatever reason, they didn't play the way they played in the regular season. Uh, Game three for the Bruins, probably the best game. But confidence wasn't there. There was nerves. Narrative started to change. You win the President's Trophy. Teams rarely win the Cup. All those things, the outside noise, maybe creeped in a little bit for Neely, especially, and for the players, definitely. However... There's going to be changes. We know that. There's going to be some players who can't fit under the cap. Some of those free agents. There's going to be some guys likely to be traded. There's going to be a youth injection into the lineup. You could see the likes of uh, John Beecher, Georgie Merkulov, Mark McLaughlin, Fabian Lysel, Oscar Steen, Jacob Lauko as mainstays in the lineup. but they're going to try to remain competitive at the end of the day. Neely said the goal is always to remain competitive. The pieces they do have coming back, pretty good players. Obviously, Pasternak, McAvoy, Marshawn, Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, Jake DeBrusque, all under contract, as is Pavel Zaka. Excuse the tissue. Uh, Allergies are nuts today. And... They got a taste of what the team could look like in games three and four without Krejci and Bergeron in the lineup, and those were arguably their best games of the series. They can still be a better team, but there's a lot of work to do in the summer. There's no question about it. And it's going to be a very, very interesting offseason in Boston as we see what decisions are made, who's retained, who's allowed to walk, who's traded, If they try to recoup some draft picks, they have no first-round pick this year or next, no second-round pick in each of the next three seasons. If they can recoup some of those picks, they'd be all the better for it. Looking ahead to, you know, after the Brad Marchand era, it's going to get a little dicier for the Bruins. And it could get dicey next season as well, depending on how they're able to retool here on the fly. So that's pretty much it in terms of the biggest takeaways from the media availability yesterday with the head coach and upper management. Again, disappointment, regret, some mistakes that were made, perhaps a too successful regular season. The pressure mounted, it got to them, and I can't remember who said it, but somebody echoed the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, these guys are all human. They make mistakes. Sometimes you don't rise to the occasion. Sometimes what looks like a slam dunk on paper doesn't translate into real life. We move on. And uh, that's kind of what I've been preaching on here as well. We press on. We get through the disappointment. And we'll all be back in September excited about this team. Not crying. These are allergies. Again, I thank you so much to everybody who has stuck with the podcast since this disappointing result. 
We're here every day through till uh, the draft into July, free agency, all that stuff. So keep it locked to Locked On Boston Bruins. Again, tomorrow on the podcast, be continuing our player review series, looking at Jake DeBrusque. Everydayers can count on that. And we'll be here again daily because that's what we're all about here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.